0: David Collins. 30 half hour. Show with David Collins. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another great episode of David Collins' thirty-minute half-hour show. I'm your host, David Collins, and we have another great episode for you today. A lot of you at home are not going to know how to react to today's guest. Of course, a little housekeeping before we get started: remember to follow us on Instagram, DC Thirty-Minute Half-Hour Show. And email the show for any feedback or any questions about the show, dc 30 Hour at gmail.com. We had a great response to last week's episode. A lot of emails coming in, appreciating listening to those emails from the listeners and kind of catching up there. And, of course, everybody enjoys those old radio stories when we kind of get a chance to get into them. A lot of you did well on last week's Joe Rogan game, so I'm glad to see that. Remember, email us at dc 30 Hour at gmail.com to let us know how you're doing on those games small update on the gas cap criminal today we received a cease and desist this week so uh, incidentally from the gas cap criminal and his team i consulted with a lawyer and they advised just to not really bring up the subject anymore so probably no more updates on the gas cap criminal for at least a little bit here great guest today like i had mentioned before we get into the show though color of the day today's color of the day naples yellow also known as lead Antimonate yellow is an organic pigment that largely replaced lead tin yellow and has been used in European paintings since the 17th century. Today's color of the day: Naples yellow. <laughs> One last thing before we start the show. Today's sponsor of the show: BNL Vacuum Center. Thanks again, BNL Vacuum Center for sponsoring the show. Located at 610 South Juliet Avenue, Suite A, in Manhattan, Kansas b Vacuum Center is a local Manhattan, Kansas vacuum repair shop. To know that this place is to bring your vacuums in the case of an emergency, you only need to read their reviews. Tony C. wrote, Carlos was so nice, explained everything very well, and got my Hoover Shampooer working again. He showed me that it now works and how to prevent the issue from happening again. I highly recommend this place. So make sure next time you need a vacuum repair, you think of b Vacuum Center. Call them at 785 539 6146 for a quote. Thank you, BNL Vacuum Center, for sponsoring today's show again. Like I said, not sure if you're going to know how to react today to today's guest. Our guest today is a potato. He is known as the most famous podcaster in the world today and has appeared on so many radio shows and podcasts, he may be living up to that title. You may have heard this Murphy calling into the Howard Stern Show as a regular on Who Are the Podcasts, or as an occasional co-host for the OP radio podcast. He's also known as his own host for subreddit surfing. Please welcome and make some noise for our great guest today, Cardiff electric. Hello, hello, a couple things I need to clarify. Well, I hope we certainly didn't make any mistakes. Our team has a bad habit of getting these wrong. I also noticed, though, and we wanted to talk a little bit about there was another podcast that I couldn't find too much information about. And it seems like like so many of our other guests, you changed the name of your podcast. So I'd love to hear that. What do you want to what do you want to straighten out? What did we get wrong here?
1: Okay, so first of all, I'm not the most famous podcast in the world today. I'm the most famous podcast on the Internet today.
0: I see. Is air, that air. is that how you brand yourself? I believe I may have misread that, but we might know how to clarify that later. We actually wanted to get into mm-hmm, that. Um, I am known as a bit of a hot interviewer, so we wanted to clarify yes. that. So I'm glad you got ahead of it there. What else did you want to clear up about but, that
1: intro? I have a few things. A few things. So also uh, BNL Vacuum Center. I, I recently had a vacuum repaired there, and I wouldn't recommend them. When I got my vacuum back, it really sucked.
0: Is that right? Where are you from? Are you from that Manhattan, Kansas area? Where do you lay your roots? No pun intended. Uh, Minnesota. Minnesota. Yes. Interesting. I did not expect that. Are you affected by it? We, we're going to get into this actually in a little world news. Maybe we hold off on that. So being on mm-hmm. Vacuum Center, that's another thing you're not happy with. Interestingly enough, not yeah. often that our because guests the vacuum, have any experience. The vacuum I had repaired there really sucked. You know, we usually ask that people okay. don't do their material on the show, but I appreciate yes. that joke. Now, that's something I wanted to ask, actually. So, you're, are you a stand-up comedian? Because I don't know if, if necessarily what your experience is, is. Are you more of a broadcaster? How would you describe yourself? Uh, I started with because the Because when I asked that, I mean, I'm a broadcaster. I've been a broadcaster for the last 10 years. I wouldn't consider mm-hmm. myself a comedian, although I did start stand-up comedy when I was 18. I had the opportunity to open for Mark Norman at Stanford & Sons Comedy Club at that age. Mm-hmm. And it was a great experience. It got me into comedy, but it didn't take away my love for broadcasting. How about you? Do you do stand-up comedy? I I have. Uh, Three times I've done stand-up comedy to huge audiences
1: across uh, Rochester, New York and Pottstown, Pennsylvania. So all the big uh, comedy hotspots in America. But no, I started uh, just broadcasting,
0: doing shows, uh, YouTube. Interesting. What kind of shows do you enjoy to do? Of course, we have a a radio-style show here where we try to interview Mm -hmm. guests. Do you do a similar style with guests and things? Uh, Occasionally. Uh, I'm more free-form. I
1: do... Uh, what I feel when I feel except for subreddit surfing Wednesdays at 8 on YouTube that's a very uh, more structured show I do with my co-host who is a stand-up comedian Vinny Paulino
0: Vinny Paulino uh, stand-up comedian yes. maybe we'll have to get him on the show also here yes, and talk yes. a little bit about his stand-up comedy so we ask this to anybody who does stand-up comedy and I'd love to get you what kind of inspires you how do you come up with your material uh, generally I plagiarize my material you plagiarize yes. your material is that, would you just say you're inspired so much that it just sounds like someone else, or, or? No, no, literally word for word, I just, yes. Fantastic, well, it is only your first couple of times being on stage, maybe in the future you'll be able to write some material and kind of grow there, especially if you had such a big audience in the past. That's great to hear, and we want to talk a little more about your broadcasting there, but of course, that sound means it's time for our first game. If anybody's letting you know, we do play games on this show, which is a lot of fun. Our first game is a crowd favorite. This game is called sign the joke so we're going to read a joke here we're going to go through the joke little clue of who that might be and you're going to have to tell us what comedian said that joke on stage it's a little sign the joke cardiff electric are you ready to play sign George the Rosa. joke
1: vinnie paulino perfect I win.
0: i'm going to take that as a yes here i don't oh, know if yeah. you've really followed up and understand how the game is played but i think you'll catch on pretty quickly here this first joke I wish I was gay for the fitness and the fashion alone. You kidding me? Oh my god. I'm straight, but I'd love to be in gay shape. You know what I mean? You ever meet a gay dude? They're in great shape every time. It's so impressive. Gay dudes stay in the gym. That's the guy's name, Jim. All right, Cardiff. Nice. So will give you a, a little bit to think about that. Of course, it is a gay joke, so probably from a better-looking gentleman, unless it's a big guy that wishes that he had that body. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Who do you think that joke might be from? Sign, that joke. Uh, Mark Norman. Oh. I'm sorry. The actual, Actually, the answer was Matt Reif. Matt oh, Reif. Yeah, never, have you heard any of his stand-up of material? He's all over the news these days. He's really no. coming. He's got a new movie coming out. He's got a lot of articles coming out. He has ex-girlfriends talking a lot about him. That marketing no. team is working overtime. No, Never heard of him. Never even heard of him? No. Matt Reif is all over the news. It's unbelievable that you haven't. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable to me mm-hmm. that you have not heard him. But that's alright. Maybe you'll do better on the second round here. Let's jump into the second round of Sign the Joke. You may I'm want not... to make this a multiple choice game, Just. You know, you'd be surprised. Actually, maybe you won't have the opportunity, but we do have a line of people waiting to come back to compete on these games because they've done so well on so many of these games. Ooh. Sign the joke. It actually is very difficult. I find that when I do it on the streets, a lot of the random pedestrians that I find not very good at it, but often comedians have a, have a little bit of a hint here. Maybe you'll do better on this second one here. I'm not that old. I'm 35. That is not old. But I am in a new phase right now before old called Gross. I never knew about this, but I am now gross. I am damp all the time. I am damp now, and I will be damp later. Like the back of a dolphin, my back. All right, Cardiff, can you sign that joke? Might not be relatable to you. Not sure how often potatoes get wet like that. What do you think that joke might be from there? Chelsea Peretti. Oh. That's a tough answer there. A deep cut. I'm not sure if I'm familiar with that comedian, Chelsea Peretti. You know, Chelsea Peretti, but not Matt Reif. Interesting to me, that was actually John Mulaney. Ooh. John Mulaney. I believe that's from his newest special, too. Do you watch a lot of stand-up specials? Uh, occasionally. Just depends on the comic. I'm, I'm not a big fan of uh,
1: some of the modern comics. I'm an old-school guy.
0: I see. Well, John Mulaney could be considered an old-school guy there, but if that's the case, I think you'll have a good chance at this next one here if you were watching comedy in the early 2000s, not to give it away there. Let's jump into round three, the last round of Sign the Joke. I think kids play too rough. I do. Me and this boy got into it at Chuck E. Cheese. It wasn't a fight. It was an altercation. We got into a little altercation. My baby was in the balls. He was throwing the balls at my daughter's head. Throwing the balls, hitting my daughter right in the head. Bow. My daughter's so damn stupid, she thought it was a game she's playing. All right, Cardiff. What do you think that comedian might be? We got people talking about their kids. Clearly a father comedian, so that narrows it down a little bit. Who do you think that might be? Uh, Rich Voss. Another deep cut there. That was actually Kevin Hart. Ooh. Kevin Hart. Never heard of him. Never heard of him. Wow. And it's funny because you mentioned Mark Norman already earlier. Or maybe I mentioned him too. Are you familiar you with did. Mark Norman? I am. I am also... Uh, oh,
1: never mind. He, I don't
0: have it here, but he's done a bumper for my show. Is that correct? That's fantastic. Yes. I'd love mm-hmm. to hear that. We had a... Well, we'd love to get him on the show, actually. We had our intern, Jerry, do a great Mark Norman impression for an episode. Once for an April Fool's episode, pretending to have Mark Norman on the show. And Jerry did a great job with that interview. Enough about Jerry, though. He gets too many compliments on this show. Let's talk a little bit about your broadcasting. So you're involved in a lot of worlds that my audience is not going to be too familiar with there. How would you Mm -hmm. kind of describe your place in in broadcasting there? You co-hosted for people that are at war with each other. And I actually wanted to ask you, we are somewhat loosely linked to one of those figures. But let's clear up a little bit. How do you fit into that space? Can you describe that world that you kind of live in on the Internet there? Uh, that would be, you have 30 minutes you do this show. That's correct. And it's just a quick little interview segment. Of course, we have some little, we have some more things coming up in the future. How would you describe where you fit into the internet? Uh, I'm a
1: buffoon, uh, who makes fun of other buffoons generally, but I'm trying to do some, I like talking on the internet with my friends and I, I've been doing that more lately, but really, I started this, and you're uh, making a career climbing. out of it,
0: too. That's great to hear that you can have a have a, have a a time where you're spending time with your friends on the internet and actually mm-hmm. making production out of it. That's pretty impressive there. Mm-hmm. The person I wanted to talk about there is actually, I'm not sure exactly how familiar you are, but we had reached out to this person as a guest. A friend of the show, comedian, just moved to New York, so maybe you'll be seeing more of him in the future. Jameson Cox, friend of the show, he, mm-hmm. he had recommended this guest because he had opened for Chad Zumach at Penguin's Comedy Club a few years ago and said that that might be somebody that we get on the show. And while I was researching you, I noticed you actually had just interviewed Chad Zumak about six months ago too. Do you think that yes. he'd be a good person to get on the show? Uh, Chad and I are feuding right now. So I would say no. Oh boy. You are always in a feud there. Who aren't you feuding with potato? Uh, It's a good question. Well, you're a friend of this show, Cardiff yes. electric friend of the David Collins, 30 minute and a half hour show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Chad Zumack, though that's another part of the world. He has his show. What are, what are some other shows that you're linked to? Uh,
1: so who are these podcasts you mentioned?
0: Again, I've done some time with uh, Opie, Opie from Opie and Anthony, uh, Anthony Cumia, which is which is so impressive. A radio legend. I, I it's mm-hmm. astonishing to me. I would I don't even know how you would go about connecting with somebody like that. It's really yes. out of the ballpark. Who else there?
1: Uh, I've done some stuff with Anthony Cumia, Chrissy Mayer uh vinnie paulino obviously uh christian blatt you may have heard of christian blatt
0: he's a big famous hollywood producer i see i've not heard of christian blatt there so you had mentioned this earlier about being the not the most famous podcaster on the you're the most famous podcaster on the internet is that actually the the claim there yes 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 and i was going to clip this your theme song but you do you would admit that your theme song did did not clarify on the internet is that correct
1: Oh, so allegedly, yes. My, my theme song is wrong.
0: Well, I think we've we've just shown uh, the it's no longer allegedly, and that's kind of one I wanted to confront you on. There, um, I did go ahead and I took a moment to kind of go to a few shows this weekend and just ask people at audiences this mm-hmm. question. And I understand my team, I think, fed me the wrong language here. So first off, mm. I apologize for that. We did ask an inappropriate question, but it does kind of take the same grounds. let's just listen to this clip here who is the greatest podcaster in the world today
2: david collins by far for me it probably has to be joe rogan for me for me the scathing atheists joe rogan uh david collins right uh, i would say joe rogan david collins 30 minute half hour show bob and tam
1: bert kreischer david collins
0: star for us so of course so we were asking locally, we're going to get a lot of the David Collins crowd in that mix. But of course, you hear a lot of Joe Rogan. Surprised to hear mm. Bert Kreischer. Even more surprised to hear Bob and Tom. Big fan. Great to hear so many answers in the vein of radio. But nobody had mentioned Cardiff Electric, surprisingly interesting. enough. How would, you, interesting. how would you kind of balance those two things out? Oh, well, I, have to, I need to fire my marketing team. That's that's One. That's perfect. Mm -hmm. Maybe we could get you, I'm thinking about starting a David Collins 30 show network. So we're kind of working on that Mm -hmm. process. Maybe we could start something around there and get you involved in our marketing team. Of course, we are not very good at the credits, apparently, and we have some issues there. And you know, the number one podcast, it's almost like number one coffee, the world's number one coffee. I'm not sure if you Mm -hmm. even need to change that. It almost seems like it's a good way to sell it. The only thing you have to worry about is Will Ferrell coming through your studio and telling you you did it. Luckily, Mm. I guess he'd be coming up behind you. You'd be able to still see him with all those eyes you have. That's good. Yes. Potatoes have eyes. Potatoes do have eyes. Right. We've talked about you co-hosting with other characters. We wanted to talk a little bit about Chad Zumach. So tell me about the show that you do, Sub Reddit Surfing. First of all, for our audience, tell a little bit, what is Reddit? So Reddit is a social media platform, a site. Like Facebook. Uh, uh,
1: Yes, but much more toxic and a lot more uh, evil. Possibly. Maybe not that much more. But a little bit more evil. Uh, but generally evil. there's... Yes.
0: There's a subreddit That's for almost... People say the same thing about Twitter there. That there's a lot of evil on Twitter. What do you think? Reddit or Twitter? Where do you find more evil? Oh no Reddit. Okay. So we're going to yes. a dark social media platform here. Yes. And you are it's surfing the Reddit. It's
1: not all dark. It's not all dark. It's, it, it goes from you know subreddits where I like to uh, cut my balls with sticks. Whoa, that's a little
0: edgy. I'm not sure if we'd to, really even get into that there. That's to weird. cooking.
1: Like like cooking. There's, there's everything on, on, on Reddit.
0: That's quite a variety. You know, when you yes. say that, though, it does remind me of Facebook. I say the same thing. I must say this at nauseum. You can find everything on Facebook.
1: Hmm. Yes. But sub- no, this is... Sub, uh, Reddits are really a lot more... Uh, there can be a lot more toxic ones. Again, there's very uh, gentle, pure subreddits where they're trying to just have a community, and there's others that, again, are trying to have a community, but it's uh, disgusting. So our, our show explores a uh, different subreddit each week. So it could be, uh, we try to have guests from that subreddit come on. The, the initial concept of the show, would we we would post the StreamYard link in that subreddit. So like our first episode was meth. So Oh, we and you would
0: speak with people that are involved with the subreddit.
1: With the subreddit, yeah. That's yes, very that's,
0: interesting. That's fascinating. It's like a soft white underbelly for the internet. Yes. That's a great get, idea. Get Has anybody done that before? You, you, did you plagiarize that idea also? Uh, no, that's that's an original idea. Yeah. Was it Vinny's idea or was it yours? Now, I noticed oh. that, at least from your background, it seems that it's with Vinny. Um, oh, it's Ann Cardiff. Okay, I'm with yes. you now, just in case. As long as you're getting some credit on there, I'd hate to be only mm-hmm. plugging Vinny's show. No. No, it's my show with Vinny. Any other projects that you're working on? Any other plugs or anything else uh, that you might...
1: Well, you mentioned Chad Zumak. I do have an interview booked uh, tomorrow on my YouTube channel, uh, so we'll, at we'll have to Electric. check that out. Well, lu- luckily, tomorrow's interview—I will be—he inter- just did a show uh, in Fort Walton, Florida, on Saturday. I'll be interviewing about 15 people that walked out of his show five minutes in. Wow,
0: walked out of his show. You know, that's what they say. I remember the great Patrice O'Neill once said something about you walk half the audience and then the rest are there and they love you so much. So maybe that's all that's on his mind. That's a true comedian right there. That's great Mm -hmm. to hear that he had such a great, passionate show. And Of course, that sound means it's time for our second game. We got another game, this one not comedy related. I hope that you like movies, Cardiff, because this Mm -hmm. movie is called Name the Screenplay. Now often when we're in person, I like to go back and forth with the guests, but I wasn't sure as our team wasn't able to figure out how we were exactly going to facilitate that. So we cut down those scripts, but we're going to go through a piece of the script here and you're going to have to name that movie. Are you ready, Cardiff, to play Name the Screenplay? Yes. Great.
1: Did you like that last game Cardiff? Uh as a maker of games myself, I do all the games for who are these podcasts? Uh, again, the only the only uh 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 a note I would give you is the multiple choice. It's a little it's a little broad uh, to choose from every comedian Uh, in the world
0: certainly that's some great advice and there mm -hmm. are some games that we do have multiple choice we have a variety of games we've actually only within the last few episodes started trying to repeat some of them some of the crowd favorites so Mm -hmm. that's some great advice i'll send that over to my team and we'll give it some Mm -hmm. thought in the next meeting Mm -hmm. first round of name the screenplay round one the main character says hey lyle a cow moose a cow moose lyle Nothing on here works smooth. A single gunshot, a full bus begins to scream wildly. All right, Cardiff, can you name that screenplay? We have a scene there where the main character says, Hey, Lyle, some cows are mooing. There's a gunshot, and then a bus begins to scream wildly. Any idea what that movie might be?
1: Hmm. The only thing I could think with uh, a cow mooing would be Twister, but I can't picture the other stuff in there. So I'm going
0: with... The Godfather. That's too bad. I do love that movie, mm. Twister, though. That was Napoleon Dynamite. Uh, you remember that scene? The that makes school sense. bus rides up and they're all screaming mm. at the kid right before Napoleon gets into the bus. That's all right. I have a good feeling you're going to get this next one right. You know what I like about you, Cardiff? You give a good explanation of what you're thinking, how you got to that answer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It gives a good thought process there. Let's jump into the scene two. Hey, Kevin. Have you seen Shit Brick lately? Why? What did you do to him? Me? Nothing. See, I'm the one whose ass he kicked. But, uh, I'll tell you one thing, though. I don't think he's gonna have a problem shitting in school anymore. Slipped a little something into his macchiato. Hmm. Alright, Cardiff. Now that is an iconic scene from an iconic movie. I'm not sure exactly how old you are, but I think it's right around our generation for a movie. What do you think there? What might that movie be? A little something special in a macchiato. Does that ring a bell? I do believe that was American Pie. All right, we're on the board. Great job, Cardiff. That was American Pie, the first one. Cardiff, you know, I've never heard that name Cardiff. I keep wanting to call you Cardiff, although I've never heard that name either. Do you get that a lot? No. Interesting. Let's jump into scene three. Yes. Character one. Thank you all very much for coming. At the end of the day, I'll be choosing eight young ladies to be part of Pan Am's future stewardess flight program. Now, these eight young ladies will accompany me on a two-month public relations tour through Europe, where they will discover firsthand what it takes to be a Pan Am American stewardess. And the crowd cheers. Now, Cardiff, might be a little tough. An aviation movie. I'm not sure where that might lead. What do you think that movie might be?
1: Uh... Leonardo DiCaprio, Tom Hanks. I can't remember the name of the
0: movie though. The, the, the counterfeit guy. I don't remember. You know, we do play the game fairly there. You're certainly thinking of the movie Catch Me If You Can. That's it, yes. And that's nice to know behind your potato there. You're not cheating, so it's great to know. Perfect, Catch Me If You Can. How'd you feel about that game? Of course, no multiple choice, but a little easier to guess, am I right? Yes, yes, that's a good game. I'm glad you did such a great job there. I'm emailing David Collins. Hmm. And of course, that sound means it's time for our next save segment. David Collins, Collins and emails. We didn't have too many voicemails that we wanted to play on the show today, um, but we did get one voicemail come in from our Jamaican correspondent, excited to hear. And we had a couple emails we'll go through here. This first one comes from Otto from Brussels. Thanks for reaching out, Otto. I see those analytics and I'm wondering who's out there listening in Brussels. So I appreciate you reaching out. Otto writes... Hey there, I'm a dedicated listener of David Collins 30 minute half hour show. And I wanted to take a moment to express my appreciation for the fantastic content you consistently deliver. Now, as a passionate listener, I wanted to throw a suggestion your way. I've been following the work of Dr. Olivia Ramirez, a renowned psychologist and expert in mental health and mindfulness. Her expertise in understanding the human mind and promoting well-being is exceptional. Having Dr. Olivia Ramirez as a guest on your show would be a tremendous opportunity to delve into important topics surrounding mental health self-care and personal growth her valuable insights and practical tips could greatly benefit your audience especially in these challenging times keep up the incredible work david your show has become a part of my weekly routine and i can't wait to tune in for the next episode thanks so much otto i'll send that over to my team and we'll see if we can t- reach out to dr olivia ramirez that would be an interesting guess of course the other mental health guest that we had on here was comedy-related and a stand-up himself, but it might be something that we look into. Dr. Mm-hmm. Olivia Ramirez. Are you familiar with Dr. Olivia Ramirez? I've never heard of her. No, I am not, no. It might be an interesting guest to get on there. Thanks again, Otto. Now, one other email that we wanted to go through here. David, my wife is a big fan of your show. She's followed you since you left K-Rock. She only moved here with me from Ogden a few years ago. It's her birthday this coming week, June 13th. Her name is Olivia. It would mean a lot if you could say something on your show to wish her a happy birthday. And that's from Marin, in Weehawken, New Jersey. Hmm. Well, Marin, Olivia, happy birthday, Olivia. They didn't say how old you were. I guess that's trying to be polite. You never want to say a woman's age. Not that we know Olivia. We can probably assume Olivia. Happy birthday to Olivia. Happy birthday, Olivia. I'm getting a few more of the fake name emails, and I'm a little... A little suspicious whether or not you know Jeremy Ricardo last week. I feel like he kind of got me, but I'm not exactly sure. We'll go ahead and just listen to this week's voicemail from B-Dude. We have a Jamaican correspondent, a fan of the show. He likes to call in and leave us a voicemail every few weeks. I think this is the third time that he's called in. Last time he called in and talked a little about the Bud Light controversy. Let's hear what B-Dude has to say this week.
2: Hey, yo, David Collins. It's B-Dude from Jamaica, man. Me just have a call up and leave another voicemail, bro. Me just done listening to the episode from last week. And let me tell you, man, it the yard. First thing, me have a say, me did so relieve when Una covered the Davenport building collapsed on sight. You know how the mainstream media love to twist up the things and give it with them one-sided story. But I'm nah, yeah, man. You go out there, get the real scoop, and bring it straight to we. Ah, that kind of reporting me love, bro. Keep it up. Now, about that Joe Rogan game we play upon the show. Man, me have to admit, me never do too well. <laughs> me always ready for some friendly competition, even if me end up looking embarrassingly clueless. Oh, and me half a say, the voice smells where you on a play on the show. It nice we hear from all the listeners, sharing them thoughts and feedback. And listen, now make Jeremy Ricardo's and bring you down, bro. Me love the length of the episodes, just as them there Keep doing what you do, and you not change a thing. All right, David, that's it for now. Me just want to drop this voicemail and make you know, say, me rate the show. Y'all doing a wicked job. Catch up on the next episode, brother. Peace out, man. He's Thanks from so Jamaica,
0: much. Queens, obviously. I'm not sure. He hasn't really hmm. specified that. Oh, no, certainly. He, he does mention Kingston a lot. I wonder exactly yeah. what he means. Maybe it's just another one of those jokes, but even still, it'd be great to have any listeners in that Northeast section, too. Almost feels just as exotic to me. But that was great. Thanks so much for calling in, B dude. We appreciate that. Now, Cardiff, last week we played a game called What Does Joe Rogan Say Next? That was multiple choice. Um, but a lot of people it sounds like did not do well. The the big the big clue was it always is monkeys. He's always going to monkeys or chimpanzees next. It's kinda you know, sometimes it's psychedelics, mostly chimpanzees. Sounds like you've ripped off my game to catch an alien. Well, I'm not sure. We have a lot of people working on the team. I'm not sure it is, Cease uh... and
1: desist. Mm-hmm.
0: We'll see exactly. Well, we're happy to have you as a friend of the show for at least right now, though, until you send that over. But, of course, that sound means it's time for my favorite segment, (gasps) World News with David Collins. And we have a few stories to talk about. We're going to have trouble staying in the positive today. A lot of negativity out in the world here. Uh, Of course, a couple deaths, a couple breakups, and a fun story. We like to keep a little fun story there. We got some. Let's go and jump in this first one. Another sad death. Who was the... Oh, another sad death. I'm thinking of uh, Tina Turner died a couple weeks ago before that. Jerry Springer. They just keep piling on. This week, Theodore John Kaczynski. Also known as the Unabomber, American mathematician, math prodigy, and domestic terrorist, dies of apparent suicide while in prison at the age of 81. I guess that's what you get when you ask for a Polish suicide bomber. Yes. Oh, wait. I think I meant... Hey, I appreciate any laughter there. Of course, not only that, that wasn't the only loss this week. Unfortunately, Sum 41 had broken up this week. Did you hear about that, Cardiff? Who? The punk rock band Sum 41 has finally separated. It's really too bad. You know there's some... Not Derek Weebly. Well, I'm not sure about the band. They just broke up. It's terrible news this week. Some 41-year-old out there is really broken up about it. Florida man has been arrested for allegedly killing a 33-year-old Cynthia Wood nearly 40 years ago. So he was out on the run for 40 years after killing this woman. Would you believe that, Cardiff? No. Donald Santini at 65 was arrested by U.S. Marshals, fugitive task force in San Diego, and booked into jail on Wednesday, according to the San Diego County Sheriff's Department. He strangled 33-year-old Cynthia Wood, Cynthia Wood, In June of 1984. And 40 years later, this guy gets caught. Would you believe it? What? You never can get away from those U.S. Marshals. It just goes to show you, if anybody out there listening is wanted, you might just want to turn yourself in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So this is what I wanted to follow up there. Where did you (laughs) (laughs) say? Are you doing all right over there, Cardiff? Oh, yes, yes. That was Jackie Martling. Sorry. I see. I'm not sure if I'm familiar with that. If anybody out there is familiar with Jackie Martling, please email me at dc 30 hour at gmail.com. I'd love to catch up on these references here. You said you were in Minnesota, so I wonder yes. if you were affected at all by these wildfires affecting the Northeast. No. Not at all? Well, it's coming no. down from Canada. I don't know. Air quality alerts were issued as the thick haze made breathing difficult and turned skies over much of the Northeast an orange or yellow color. You see some of these pictures, Cardiff. It is astounding.
1: Now, that's not even the worst thing that's entered our country from Canada. Go on. The worst thing that's entered our country from Canada Uh is Canadians. We need to close our
0: borders. You know, I try not to get too political there, but I think it's all in good fun. Mm -hmm. Two recent celebrities with brand new babies were in the news. Did you hear about this? No. Both Robert De Niro and Al Pacino within the last couple of months have new babies. Robert De Niro becoming a dad at 79 is pretty cool. But at that age, who knows if the baby will ever get to meet the parents. I can't wait for Godfather 4 with their children. (laughs) (laughs) And Al Pacino having a kid at 83. Talk about a heat check. You know, I'm not sure. We have a new writer on our staff, and I I really was confident about that one. I'm not sure how I feel about it. Cardiff, Heat Check. Will you break that down for me? Uh, One of his movies was titled Heat. Okay, I'm with you there. I'm not sure what a Heat Check might be, though, but at least I'm following now. Mm -hmm. Kids at 79, at 83. Would you believe that? How old are you, Cardiff? Uh, Younger than that. Younger than that? Well, I'm sure. I don't think potatoes age that old. Any spuds of your own? Yes. Very nice. Would you consider it that age? What? You're very sweet, Cardiff. I appreciate your participation. We have one thing left to get over with here, and that is, of course, our last game. Our last game today is called Who Said It? Einstein. Whoa, 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 whoa,
1: whoa, whoa. Hold on. Now you're just blatantly ripping me off. It's Who
0: Said It? Einstein or Epstein? It's a completely original game. I I have no idea where you're going at. Now, if anything, we could talk a little bit about some of the old uh, 90s comedy bits that had a little, you said it. There was a lot of duos going around throughout the last 40 years, but who said it? Einstein or Epstein? All right, go ahead. Pretty straightforward, of course. We're going to read a quote, and you're going to have to figure out if that was a quote by Albert Einstein or Jeffrey Epstein. No tricks there. It will be Jeffrey Epstein. I'm not trying to bring out any unknown Epsteins out there. Hmm. Surprisingly, Steve Epstein. a lot of Epsteins out there. I wouldn't be surprised. Do you know a Steve Epstein? I do, I do. You might want to tell him to start going by Ed Stein. I feel that a lot of them made that change a couple of years ago, but let's jump into the first round of this game. Whoever undertakes to set himself up as a judge of truth and knowledge is shipwrecked by the laughter of the gods. Einstein or Epstein? Baba Bowie. Uh, Epstein. Whoever undertakes to set himself up as a judge of truth and knowledge is shipwrecked by laughter of the gods. That was Albert Einstein.
1: Hmm.
0: Let's jump into round two here of who said it. Well, let me ask it, which of your games do you think is your favorite game so far? Uh, uh To Catch a Dabbler. I think was my favorite. Yet the content has dried up. I see. You know, we really got to follow up on some of these games. I'm mm-hmm. curious. Mm-hmm. You say that we we have some we have some mixed matching games here, and I'm really well, curious. I literally see. have a game called Who Said It, but I just don't I don't produce that one anymore. But I see. Interesting. Who do you are the mm-hmm. choices on that? Do you just have is it? Uh,
1: generally the choices would be uh, stuttering John Melendez. Uh, okay.
0: Opie. Who is Stuttering uh, John Melendez? I, you know, go, go on. I'm, you're going to drop a lot of names that I'm unfamiliar with. Of course, we just want to get through. Stuttering John Melendez. That Opie, yes. of course, big fan. Yes. Uh, uh, Patrick Michael. Uh, Tom
1: Myers. Some some legends in podcasting. podcasting. You've never heard of Stuttering John? I,
0: I, Stuttering John. That sounds more familiar. Stuttering, yes, Stuttering John. John. Okay. Yes. Yeah, of course. Howard Stern. I'm a little familiar yes. there. That, that does ring a bell. But let's go ahead and jump into round two here. Epstein or Einstein? A person who never made a mistake, never tried anything new. Epstein or Einstein?
1: Hmm, You tricked me last time. So I'm going to go. You look like a guy who would do back-to-back Einstein. So I'm going to go Einstein. See, I'm not playing the game. I'm
0: playing the man. That's a good way to play, too. We like to mix it up because a lot of people think that we're going to go back and forth. And we definitely mix it up there. But that's right. That was Einstein. Let's jump into round three here. Now, you never know how it's going to go. Round three. What I'm really free to do is I feel free to follow my own personality. I can't be totally wacko in what I do. It affects lots of people who will get angry with what I do because then it affects me again.
1: Hmm. I don't believe
0: Einstein would use the term wacko, so I'll go Epstein. Another, you you really brought it back Mm -hmm. with this last Mm -hmm. game. I'm so happy to see that, Mm -hmm. Cardiff. You know, Einstein, he might use the word wacko. You know Einstein's favorite joke? You ever heard Einstein's favorite joke? Einstein, a bit of a jokester. His favorite joke, I don't have the biggest penis, but I love every foot of it. Famously, Einstein's favorite joke. Now, lastly, we definitely want to thank you for coming on the show today, Cardiff. I can't thank you enough. It was a real pleasure to meet you any last things you want to plug subreddit surfy that was surfing that was wednesdays i think you said wednesdays on youtube on it's a live show youtube channel yes live uh people can participate uh, and kind of interact with the show as you're as you're going through the subreddits yes
1: absolutely we we have memberships and super chats and chat everything's there you can interact with us That sounds very Uh, professional yes you must be the most
0: professional potato on the internet
1: it's unbelievably professional you would be surprised on... We won an award recently for the most professional
0: podcast on the internet today. Wow. Maybe I'll mm-hmm. have to submit there. We're looking for some awards to try to get some name recognition for the show there. But again, I can't thank you enough. Any last things you want to plug? Uh, What's happening to your ceiling? It looks like it's about to collapse on you. I think it might just be the angle that we have here. Of course, okay. this is a fireplace behind me. Got it. Got it.
1: Uh, No, so just follow question. me on Twitter. I've follow always appreciated good
0: questions there. yes, You know, and we have issues. There are a lot of guests that we have on the show that have issues getting anything plugged on the show. So we definitely yeah. want to get that out there. What do you have to yes. plug on the show today? Just follow me on Instagram, Twitter,
1: my Patreon, patreon.com slash Cardiff electric, uh, all my YouTube channels. And, uh, if this comes out before Tuesday, watch the great interview
0: with the people that walked out on Chad Zumok. We'd love to see some of that. I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to catching up on some of this world here. When I get a chance, One last thank you, Cardiff. For everybody listening, I've been David Collins, and you've been the best. Yes.
2: David Collins.
0: 30 Minutes. Show with David Collins.